Hi everyone, my name is Patrick Akil, and for today's episode, we cover the power of open source. We go over why people contribute in the first place, why people don't contribute, and how there's also a downside to open source. I had two amazing guests today, Paolo Lopez, software engineer at Red Hat, and Martin Mulders, consultant at InfoSupport. I'll put all of the links to their socials in the description, and with that being said, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Beyond Coding, a dive into the world of successful people in IT. From your sponsors, Zebia, creating digital leaders. Here's your host, Patrick Akil. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I have Marta on my left and Paolo, wait, Marta on my right, this is my <laughs> right, and, and Paolo on my left. I don't even know if the cameras are mirrored, but welcome guys. How, uh, how are you, Marta? Let me start off with you. I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> Paolo, what about you? I'm doing great, thanks. Good. We're, uh, we've already been talking about open source and the conversation already started, so uh, we thought we'd kick off the recording. Uh, Paolo, you had a story about kind of the original, how do you say that, the origin of open source? Can yeah. you lay that out for us? Yeah, like, um, if, if, if you look at the, in the past, like in the 70s, if you would buy like a, a computer, Back in those days, was would be a mainframe. Yeah, you wouldn't get, uh, uh, you wouldn't buy software with it. It would just come uh, as a byproduct of of the computer because the these mainframes didn't have like standardized operating systems or or tools or compilers. So all the software that was mm, delivered with the mainframe was specific for that specific machine. Yeah. So there was no concept of. Um, software business mm. and, and 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 this kind of gives you the idea of of people writing their own programs and later on like end of the 70s 80s that the operating system started to become kind of uh, standardized like unix then people could just copy their programs from one mainframe and recompile it on a second mainframe a different one even from a different vendor and the same application would run on two places and this idea of sharing and sharing the source code from one mainframe to a second mainframe is kind of the whole idea of open source, so to say. Yeah, it's really reusing software that someone has built. Yeah, uh, and reusing it in somewhere else. I mean, I already said reusing, but also even building on top of that. Yeah. right. Yeah. The, yeah. the 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 I think the the the, the pillars is that you can modify it mm. to 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 your uh, needs. You can re reuse it as is, and you can give it away to someone else who needs it. Yeah. What's your what's your current involvement with uh, with open source right now? So I'm a principal software engineer at Red Hat, and I on my work time I, I'm doing mostly open source development. Yeah. I program almost all day, and I also need to to work with communities and try to get more people involved with the projects yeah. to contribute back, because as you can imagine, uh, most of people will use open source, mm. but not everyone wants to contribute back and if if the cycle uh, stops then yeah. then the whole project stops exactly then yeah. you're going to need sponsorships because yeah. otherwise open source are just going to stale out yeah. basically yeah. yeah marta what about you what's your current involvement uh, it's funny what you mentioned about companies using open source and not giving back that's exactly how it started uh, at infosport where i work yeah well we observed that we use a lot of open source software in our consulting gigs uh, and that we hardly ever contributed back, but okay. we do have a lot of of benefit from it, and and that's where we started thinking about it. This this doesn't feel right, right? Yeah. This this is not this is not what open source is about, and that's that's how we basically started thinking. How can we give back? Well, sure, we can can donate money. Yeah. But it's it's more interesting for our people to actually give back yeah. in, in terms of of contributions, code, bug fixes, um, whatnot. Exactly. And, and that's uh, that's how I I got involved with open source from a um, uh, from a work perspective as well. I I used to do it before in my in my own time, but now I can do it in in company time. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. already software communities are all about knowledge sharing, right? Yeah. Blog posts, yeah. podcasts like this, open source information, software like that, and we also really want to help each other right? within that community, make each other better add on top of what someone already has done, build functionality for a specific use case that can be reused in other stuff. That's why I really think open source is cool because that's kind of the technical variant of it, right? Yeah. Technical information being put somewhere for others to reuse and to contribute back as well. 
Yeah, and, and, and you also get like the different uh, perspectives and point of views of the end user because when mm. you are writing a piece of software and you make it open source, you are thinking on your use case, on your specific ideas. And when you make it, when you let it go free to the world, so to say, and, yeah. and you get users to really use it, sometimes you get like feedback that, well, I, I'm using this, but I think it should be done differently because, um, yeah, I, you, you when uh, started the project didn't really thought about this specific use case and yeah. it's really important. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. It's a matter of getting um, everyone to, to discuss and get in these discussions because the, the thing with software is software is never done. Exactly. <laughs> it's never done. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the, the open source, uh, I think the model is really, really interesting and it works uh, um, really good on, on, on this idea that it's never done because everyone always has new ideas, new improvements, new features, yeah. everything. I, I like that because multiple brains, more brains, more diverse brains, bring the best solutions, right? Yeah. Bring the best end product. Absolutely. But when there's contradicting ideas, conflicting arguments, how do you make sure to then still choose and implement one? Because it's open, right? Yeah. It's for everyone. Uh, but people can still disagree. Yeah. And when they do, they fork. <laughs> That's how forks are created. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, it's, but a fork is like the end like there's no other path, right? We really diverge in this kind of thing. Yeah. You can still kind of converge within yeah, the same thing, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. We, have, we have a couple yeah. of examples out there. Like for example, the Node.js. Yeah. If, if you look at Node.js, I, I, I did a bit of Node.js maybe 10 years ago when mm. it was still in, in, in its infancy. And there was some disagreement in the, in the community and they fork into something called IOJS, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. And for for a year or two, they kind of went uh, uh, sideways yeah. until they decided to meet up uh, and settle their, their, their discussions and, and uh, get some middle ground and agree on, on, on I don't know the details of the, the, the problem. And then they merge back into the original project. So oh, really? it is still possible. They okay. did. Yeah. I, I did know about the fork, but I yeah, they, I've they never heard them. about yeah. them getting back together. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. You don't yeah. hear that so, so often. No, 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 same, no, same here, actually. Yeah. I, I knew about the fork, but not about the converging. Yeah. So they actually, I mean, they tried, probably separate. But again, if you have 10 people working on the same open source code, and all of a sudden you split that up, then it's five people, right? It's it's legit half. Yeah. Um, and you go your own way, right? With the same trade-offs, the discussion that you had, which led to the fork in the first place. Yeah. I, I, I guess really that's cool. what you see with... Um, with OpenOffice versus LibreOffice. Yeah, they, they really went two ways, and and both say that they are having the best ideas, of course. <laughs> but um, if I'm not mistaken, either of them really ha has seen their their developer base diminished, yeah. and, and they're like short on people, basically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. which is a shame. Your dev capacity is basically halved, right? You split yeah. up your community. Oh yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, well, I get that. Let's see. So. We already, I, I think we're all fan of open source, right? But what I really want to highlight also in this episode that it's not all rose-colored glasses, right? The forks are, are one example, yep. but that's probably the example that people hear most of. Uh, I had Felina Hermos on a few weeks back and she created this programming language is called Hedy, right? We went into it in the episode, um, but it's a language that helps teach kids how to program better. It removes abstractions, curly braces, apostrophes, even tabs, uh, but underwater it's all Python, basically. And now it has grown throughout the years. It's available in 18 languages, a multitude of schools, about dozens, different countries as well. And she is now the sole kind of decision maker. She calls herself a benevolent dictator. <laughs> I uh, was waiting because, for that one. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> coming from Python, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, but if it is available in 18 languages and people are arguing about certain specifics of those languages, she's the tiebreaker. But she doesn't yeah. know the language. She doesn't want to necessarily be in that position. But sometimes when you create something, it becomes bigger than yourself, right? Especially with yeah. open source. It's not low, it's no longer yours. It's everyone's. Yeah. But all of a sudden you're still kind of the gatekeeper. I think that's I think that's odd, isn't it? Yeah, in a way it's odd. And on the other hand, it was originally it was your idea. Yeah. I, I can I can somehow understand people saying, well, hey, it, it was your idea in the first place, so 
your the ultimate decision maker there. Yeah. If yeah. if we can't come to an agreement ourselves, right? I mean that that would be the best approach. But yeah. If that's a tie, then yes, yeah, someone needs to make a call, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then who who would be better suited than the person with the original idea who, who created it in the first place. Yeah, but I mean... But I can imagine you don't like to be in that position. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially if, if it's like, as you say, yeah. I don't even know that language. Yeah. How am I to decide? Exactly. Yeah. And like, you're responsible for something that has grown beyond your span of reach, right? Because your reach only goes so far. It's yeah. probably within a city, within a country, but not over a multitude of countries with yeah. multitudes of languages. Uh-huh. So all of a sudden it's bigger than you. But you are still kind of the sole person responsible. I mean, even for those tiebreakers, mm. that is what is expected of you, yeah. of something that has grown bigger than you can could have grown it, I guess. Also because multiple people are putting their input, right? It, it grows exponentially in that way as well. Yeah. I, and it it's never going to go away. Exactly as you say, software is never done, right? No. Yeah. Uh, if she deletes the open repo... Uh, it doesn't matter. There yeah. are many, many copies out there. So also, it will continue somewhere. Yeah, but a lot of schools depend yeah. on that. So yeah. that, that isn't even an option, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it's... Uh, now, what are some of the other downsides that you would see with open source in that way? Well, I think if we're going to talk about downsides, you need to think about communities. And when we talk about communities, we talk about people of totally different... Uh, uh, countries, uh, uh, um, um, beliefs, mm. everything is different. And some, the, 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 the community is based on communication. And because we communicate through a computer, we never see people on face-to-face, so to yeah. say. Maybe we use like terms or, 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 or words that uh, to us, we don't think they, they could harm anyone. Yeah. But on the other side, we don't know what 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 are the the, the, the what's the background of the the people reading those messages, and then it can be insult or it can be uh, they can yeah they can feel themselves depressed yeah. by, by reading because imagine like someone uh, discover your project and is really excited to use it and wants to contribute back and does some small change and and uh, me as the the project owner would say well. Your, your 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 contribution is 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 is, is rubbish that, yeah. that would be kind of a word that could be used and if I would talk to a peer just next to me that that wouldn't be a big deal because we know each other we drink coffee we go after work uh, we uh, Friday afternoon we get a beer yeah. but someone on on like like a new student on a different uh, continent that doesn't know me getting that kind of message can be really harmful yeah. And, and also, it can be subtle things like names. I mm. remember, I think it was last year or maybe the year before, there was this this huge topic of police violence in the United States, right? Yeah. yeah. For me as a Dutch person, I can't really relate. I, I think police are generally friendly people and they, they won't uh, hurt me. Yeah. And, and there was this tool called Ru- uh, Ruby Cop, okay. which was a, a, f- a bit of a fun name because it was supposed to do linting and style checks for Ruby. Mm. As a police officer, it would tell you, no, 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 that's not right. And then people would say, that's offensive. It's a cop, that's offensive. Yeah, yeah. for an American, I can maybe understand that yeah. in their context. But the creator said, well, hey, in my country, police are your friend. Why am I supposed to change the name of my project? It has been there for decades. Yeah, and that that was really, I think, that eventually led to a fork because really? because uh, people said, no, I, I'm not willing to use a tool that's that's a cop. Yeah, I, I want I'm, I'm against police violence, and I don't want this reference exactly to police, which to you and me probably doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I think it doesn't make sense to the three of us here because of our, our skin color. Mm, maybe, yeah. S- skin color and, yeah. and environment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. but the, what you lay out is there's a more social component around to what you're yeah. creating. Pre- right? Precisely, yeah. And that social influence can also influence your decisions then. Yep. Which is, I mean, on the one hand it's good, right? Because you get outside perspective, you go outside mm. of your bubble, probably, in most cases, hopefully the end result is better because of that diverse input. Yep. But also all of a sudden you get confronted with someone you didn't even like you didn't you, something you didn't even know existed. Yeah. And all of a sudden someone says, You better change that, otherwise uh we're not gonna do this anymore. Yeah. 
yeah. it's very confronting in that way all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I mean, there's a social component, right? Already yeah. with writing pull requests, reviewing code, stuff like that. I always say, I remember my first pull request. I didn't have a computer science background. So that pull request had like 50 remarks, as in this could have been different, you're missing this and this, stuff like that. Uh, that is very confronting. Yeah. And I think, I don't know how it is in open source if you have that same dynamic, if someone puts in a change that gets reviewed by a bunch of people, and if you have that, you kind of get that anxiety from it as well. Yeah, you you will. Yeah, I, right. Uh, yeah, you, you will, because it's open source or closed source, the way you make pull requests and uh, uh, proposed changes, yeah. it's this kind of the same process. Exactly. Yeah. Except for open source, it's out for everybody to see. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and that can be rather confronting. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember, by the way, some people saying, hey, this is my first pull request, so please bear with me. Yeah. And I have to say, if I see that, okay, I'll take it easy. Okay. Not not being um, more lenient, yeah. but but just in the wording, right? Yeah. I mean, if 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 we will be contributing on on the same open source project and you're you're an experienced engineer, I would yeah. just say, uh, you're missing a type check there. Yeah. Period. Change this, change that. Change this, change that. Because yeah. I know that if I tell you so, you're like, oh, how could I have missed that one? Yeah. No problem, but if somebody would say, hey, it's my first time and I'm not sure if I took the right approach, can you please guide me? Then you're like, okay, I'll, I'll be a bit more friendly then. Exactly. Uh, may, maybe use a bit more words and and, and be, be more polite, basically. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> which, is, which is odd in a way because you're you're human as well, just yeah. like them, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and everything is on the internet and the internet doesn't forget. I'm just exactly. using like exactly. common, yeah. these this, this, uh, pre-made <laughs> sentences, but it's, it's, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, but it, we only have so many means of communicating, right? It's just text. And that's why I'm a big fan of pair programming, because that dialogue, we would have that immediately, right? You could see, oh, Patrick's actually new at this. I'm not going to be like, well, that's actually that's actually quite shit, uh, <laughs> even though that's very polite. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like, oh, actually, that's not how it's supposed to be. Let's try this, or have you thought of that? Yeah. You're going to give more suggestive answers, yeah. um, and you're going to get that shared understanding better, right? But when I am in kind of an asynchronous process, I put up a pull request, I get a million remarks, yeah. I'm gonna be like, man, first of all, I'm not as good as I thought I was, which is gonna feed into that imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yep. It's very confronting. Do I wanna do this again, right? Do I wanna yeah. contribute? It is out in the open. Everyone can see this was mine, yeah. wasn't that great. Um, do you think that leads into people not necessarily wanting to contribute as much? I think it's kind of a, a step, mm. like it's like a, a, a steep step to 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 start yeah and but that will not really stop people to contribute yeah like if, if you have a, a a friendly welcoming community that you can that can really take you like uh, hold your hand okay let's let's do this yeah then people will contribute like the first time it's terrible for everyone like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like yeah. I, I have to say, like uh, even the project I'm working now, I, I started just as a contributor. Yeah. And I remember, like the first time I made some 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 pull request, I got a, a, a remark like, "Hey, this is this is bad for performance. You shouldn't do do, do this. You shouldn't do that. Uh, you forget to do synchronization here and there." I'm going a bit uh, low level, but the, the 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 thing is the thing is like I assume that I knew what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone is like telling me, well, uh, what you did is okay, but it's it's not perfect. So yeah. either we work together and we fix it and we will accept your work or, or we just continue. Yeah. That's always the duality, right? You yeah. want to put out the best work that you can. So you think this is it. Yeah. Someone tells you actually it could have been better. Yeah. And you can either be like, man, and like get a bit depressed yeah. of that. Or you can be like, oh, let's do it together. I yeah. really like that. Let's do yeah. it together. Because yeah. then again, the end result gets better. You learn from it. It's yeah. a win-win. Hopefully, the people teaching you like to teach you as well, because it's that knowledge sharing again. Um, but why do you think? Let me let me go back to you, Marta. We already noticed that people contributing to o open source. There's not a lot of them, right? It's a niche. I haven't done it myself unless I really needed to solve a problem within mm -hmm. my current project. But people don't necessarily go out of their way to do it. Is it because it's not easy? Is it because why? Why would that be? I think for some people it, it's really, yeah, in a way scary mm. to 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 try and yeah. You already mentioned the imposter syndrome. It's it's really easy to get overwhelmed if you look at a yeah. code base. You're like, 
whoa, there's so much magic in this scope. I said, I don't understand, or maybe it's not magic, but I still don't understand. Yeah. And then actually finding where to fix your problem. And let's assume you have a problem and you want to fix it yourself. Then it can be pretty hard to find that place. And, and it's easy to just give up and say, I'll write a bug report. If I'm feeling generous, I'll provide a reproducer a project that illustrates the problem and then yeah. and then it's off to you and good luck with it right <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's, the that's, the yeah. that's the easy way out that's the easy way out but that that right that that is value that is a contribution in itself but it would be way better if if we could actually well lure people basically into well why don't you give it a try yeah and and that's actually that the hard thing i think that the project I'm mainly contributing to, Apache Maven, we, we actually have a list of, hey, these issues, we think they're pretty easy to solve. Yeah, You don't need to understand all 10 plus years of history that's in the code base yeah. to be able to, to at least have an educated feeling of, hey, I should probably fix it there. And this is probably the best way to do it. Yeah, And we're hoping that it, it actually encourages people to like, hey, but I can do that. And if I can do that, then maybe yeah. I can do a bit more difficult thing next time, right? Exactly. But then again, that's that's that takes time and it takes courage in a way, which which I think it's it's a bad thing that you need courage to actually get started. But yeah, that's that's hard to fix. It's sad, right? How, that it, how, how can you how can you convince people, <laughs> right? It's 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 yeah. really, really hard. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I get that. But I like I like the example that you give, right? Because it is already a stepping stone for some people, make it a bit less big of a step, yeah, right? Yeah. Give them that gradual nudge. Be like, these are these you should be able to do, or, or these we think yeah. uh, are pretty small. And then once they get hooked, they'll probably look into it more, learn more about the code base. Because obviously, yeah. your because familiarity. Because then there's the reward of your changes being merged. Exactly. Right? And that's, that's like... That's good, right? That tap on the <laughs> shoulder, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So from a from a user perspective, I do use a lot of open source packages, right, in my code base as well. Yeah. Uh, but I try to keep them to a very minimal because what I don't want to happen is I take in an open source project, it doesn't get worked on anymore, and I face the bugs of that project, which will never get fixed, right? So also, yeah. establishing open source takes time and effort, and then people will start using it. I don't think they'll start using it in its infancy. But then you have kind of a dilemma, right? Because you, you'll never get established if people don't start using it, but you'll never get established if people don't start using it. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken and egg problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's why most NPM packages have just 10 downloads. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, yeah, just to try it out probably. Yeah. But how can, you, how can you formulate that community around the thing that you're building, right? That open source thing. Do you need to be at the right time, at the right place? Is it consistency? What do you I, think? I think it's just luck. Luck? <laughs> yeah. 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 It could be. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Right time, yeah. right place. Yeah. Well, I actually had that like last December. I, I I was playing a bit around with 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 um uh, uh Pico CLI and 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 well let, let's see if I can write a simple CLI tool which is solving a, an issue that I have a lot of times. Hey, I want to look up something on Maven Central, but I don't know the exact coordinates. Yeah. Oh, need to go to the browser, search Maven, or blah, blah, blah. there should be a way to automate it. And I, I just wrote it and it worked fine. Nobody noticed, right? Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, oh, but I um, I heard this talk about uh, about JReleaser. You may know the name. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I started to, to use that as well and, and di didn't quite understand how it works. So I reached out for help. And then the creator of JReleaser saw by saw what I created and he was like, oh, but that's a cool tool. And he started promoting it. That's, nice. that's yeah. exactly the type of luck that you yeah. mentioned because he was like, oh, but that's a very useful thing. Um, he was going to to share, a, uh, to, to create some 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 fuzz about it. Like, yeah. hey, this, you should check that out. And, <laughs> yeah. and by the way, it's using JReleaser. Of course, it was beneficial for him as well. <laughs> yeah. So we were actually like playing back and forth. I was saying, hey, check out the JReleaser. It's cool. And he was like, hey, check out this MCS. That's that's a cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that that's that's just luck. It it happens or it doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, you can't you can't force it to happen. Yeah. Yeah, you can just look at the example of, of Linux, the operating system that is now everywhere, like on mobile phones, TVs, uh, you name it. Yeah. Like if, uh, uh, the, the, when Linux first introduced the, the, the Linux operating system, he, he also, there was also another project 
project called like the the BSD. Mm. And the main difference, if if I remember the, the, the story correctly, the, the main difference was that BSD would require an 486 CPU to run, which okay. was like the top notch of, 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 of the time. And the Linux would run on like on a 386, which was like the commodity computer that everyone had. Yeah. And because of the timing and ev- the availability of hardware, it was easier for people, oh, I'll just try it out on my own. Yeah. And th- that word of mouth, like, and the luck of, okay, it's it's really hard to get the right hardware at the right time. Probably, probably, I, I cannot vouch for the future, <laughs> Was is one of the re- reasons why Linux is way more popular than BSD today is. Yeah, which is such a, it's an interesting thing, right? That yeah. we all think, I mean, uh, me as well, I've asked this to colleagues, and they're like kind of right time, right place kind of thing, right? Yeah. If there's something new, try make a util package, for example. And all of a yeah. sudden everyone wants that util package because it's already established. They start adding to it. But you can't really plan for that, right? Being at no. the right time, being at the right place. Yeah. Like what I think is helps is consistency, right? And allowing people to contribute to that, making it as easy as possible by the way that you write code or ask for help. Um, but it's so weird that it's just luck. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Actually, I, I I heard someone saying in the past that the old software industry uh, happens uh, by accident and it's run by uh, people who don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very encouraging. <laughs> so, uh, and, and in the beginning, I was like, uh, I don't understand what what uh, this person is saying. But now, with the years that I've been working on the industry, I'm like, oh, well, actually, it was quite right. Uh, there's a there's a hint of truth in there. Yeah. I mean. Uh, baffles my mind how many companies run on 30 excel sheets or whatever yeah yeah but that uh that also happens what i would wish is that i mean all of our organizations do a lot with open source right but some organizations don't want to they're like this is ours this is our intellectual thing they don't think about uh let's let's open source this let's make this a thing of everyone to benefit from and we can learn from each other i don't know why that is why are organizations so secluded sometimes with their information I, th- I think the, the the word is like competitive advantage. Yeah. <laughs> they believe because they know some secrets, only one detail, that they are ahead of the, the they have a head start to the, to the rest of the, yeah. the, the, the competition out there. Yeah. But I think that's only perceived. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How many times is it really the something that, that only they know? No. I think hardly ever. Yeah. yeah. Which is a shame, right? Because we, we already write a lot of code. We also rewrite a lot of code. Yes, <laughs> maybe even be. more than. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Maybe even more than we yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. But then again, there is that intellectual property, right? It yeah. is in, I think, niche areas. So we can't put everything to public because then you won't you won't have your competitive advantage. Can't put your whole application uh, publicly to a certain degree. But a lot of companies do well with that. Like I had uh, Rachel Appel on from JetBrains. Uh, they open sourced a lot of their stuff and now there's a lot of people building plugins. Oh, we don't have uh, this specific language in an editor, but you can build it yourself. That's yeah. a great answer mm. from a company perspective. Yeah. yeah, because then it strengthens their commercial products. Exactly. But but I think for many companies, um, they, they sell their products to corporate clients. Yeah. And then intellectual property becomes a thing because, hey, I'm selling you my software, my, my bookkeeping software or, or whatnot. Yeah. But that doesn't grant you the right to actually resell it. Yeah, you can use it, and that's why we, when we start thinking about intellectual property, yeah, and that means that we are making money out of it. Mm. And if and putting it out in the open makes it a lot ha- harder to actually still make money out of it. Yeah. You can do it, but it's a lot harder. The easy answer is if I keep it closed, I can sell it to you and to you and to you. Yeah, and I can make money three times. Profit. Yeah. And money is uh, always the issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on the other hand, if we're putting it out on, on GitHub and saying, yeah. hey, look at this awesome thing we created, that doesn't get, bring any money my side. No. What does it get bring, though? Why, pe- why do people still do that? It brings something. It brings some joy. It brings some joy. It's, it's self, giving back to the community. feeling of self-accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. Like, look, I made this. Look, everyone is yeah. using it. Yeah, it's my name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, but you don't. When you put it out there, you don't think of that, right? That is a byproduct of eventually people using it. Yeah, 
Initially, no. I think people just want to share. I, th- I think for the first time you publish your first, because now, nowadays it's really easy to publish open source with, yeah. with the Maven Central, NPM and, and so forth. You could just write some code, compile it, ship it. Yeah. Uh, the, the first time I think you get like those, those feelings, of, oh, look, it's my first package. Yeah. But after that, it's, 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 that, that just goes on, on, on back of your mind. It's not, <coughs> it's not the, the reason why you're, you're working on open source. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm wondering why. So for me personally, it's always been, I want to be effective in what I'm doing, right? And I don't have that much time that I want to spend outside of work actually coding. I want to focus on other things because I think the code in of itself is interesting, but all the byproducts and all the communication around it is interesting as well. Mm -hmm. People that really love that coding part and that technical part, they do start kind of fiddling around with stuff, putting stuff in the open for people to use and other people to reuse it. So I do think more of that side um, gets highlighted a bit more in, in open source. And now, as you say, it's really easy to start doing stuff. Yeah. Right? So much so that we probably have a lot of stuff someone will never, people will never use. But it is very easy for you when you want to do stuff, contribute or start your own, uh, which is really cool. Right? We weren't there 30 years ago, no, 20 no, years right. ago, 10 years ago. 30 years ago, I would go to... to to a shop to buy a magazine that would come with a floppy disk or exactly. a CD-ROM. Yeah. <laughs> if it was more fancy, it was a CD-ROM. Yeah. And then at home, I would just like check what, what's inside. Like, oh, there's like this program, this uh, Even this before that, they would actually print the program listing yes, in the magazine. Yes. <laughs> and, and you would be sitting there nights <laughs> copying it. Yeah. And sometimes it wouldn't work and you just like, why? Yeah, because halfway you forgot the semicolon. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, when I'm talking about the future of open source, I have no clue where it's going because I think right now it's a really good stage, but I really can't see what would make it better, what would make it easier for people to contribute. I love concepts like pair programming and mob programming, but I think it's harder to introduce in open source, which is why you'll always have that kind of pull request um, kind of anxiety within that, that imposter yeah. syndrome inducing kind of process which is a shame, but what would make open source even better? That's a big, That's big question. That's a complicated yeah. question. <laughs> yeah, very complicated. Yeah. Well, maybe actually the answer isn't what you just said. Mm. Um, making it easier for people to contribute without going all public. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of developer conferences and sometimes they just have like a, a hacker space or something where you yeah. can just sit down, open your laptop, start coding. Mm. And if there's someone on that same conference who's familiar with the language or maybe even with the product that you want to contribute to. Yeah. How it would be great if you could just sit together and say like, Hey, um, I'm using your, your, your project. I'm thinking about this new feature. I have a rough idea. Can we sit down for an hour or two and, and, and just, but that's again, that's human connection, right? Yeah. And then yeah. from that on, you can eventually work toward a pull request that says, Hey, I think this is, how it should be done. But yeah. it starts with with knowing that person or running into them and not having this this big first step of, of needing of, of creating a pull request and 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 hoping that the comments <laughs> will be friendly to you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that it'll be will be more or less okay-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. But then then that's that, hard to arrange by the way. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And that would also mean that on a technical level, we've done everything we can, basically, right? It's still going to be the same process. The only thing we can add is make it easier by like a human interaction. Um, it's a social aspect because yeah. even, even the example that Martin just uh, described, which yeah. is really, really good, like where you get like people together in a conference, it 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 is also, again, a big barrier for people with low income. Yeah. If if Absolutely. if you look at the conference yeah. and you look at the price of the tickets, it's it's crazy. Like people who just a student, yeah. <laughs> a student yeah. cannot afford a ticket. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, now 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 I think the problem with open source. I've been thinking while we were just uh, talking. Yeah. I think the biggest problem right now that needs to be addressed, and I don't have the solution, is <laughs> making it a social uh, a, a social problem. Like we the. the we need to, to get like people face to face yeah, because that will probably break all the barriers and all the, 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 the problems that we are facing, we're seeing with, with, uh, with uh, the, um, 
wording and, and, and comments and, and in the interactions. Yeah. yeah. But then let's say we would do that, right? We would have a company that would sponsor an open source project, but the project would still be open source. Yeah. Then you would kind of funnel through that project, really have that collaboration within that kind of setting and still work on something that's open and out for everyone. But then it feels kind of like a nonprofit, doesn't it? Because then yeah. what is the, it's still a sponsorship in that way, which is probably why organizations yeah. don't want to do it or only do it if there's something to gain, yeah. maybe yeah. hiring, maybe marketing, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But that's one of the struggles we're, we're sometimes seeing. I mean, we, I think it's been two years, three years that we created Striker. Yeah. Uh, from that, that was purely an info support project. Like, like mm. people just thinking, hey, mutation testing, this is a cool concept, but it doesn't exist for JavaScript. Let's try if we can build it. Yeah. And it started as a proof of concept and hey, look, it works. It performs horribly bad, but it works. Yeah. And then they open sourced it, which is all investment, investment, investment. You get nothing from it. Yeah. Literally nothing. And it has been years and now it's 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 a really popular tool. And it has been extended. It can do TypeScript and it can do this and it can do that because people saw the potential in it. Yeah. But that yeah. took quite a while. And still, it's not that we see money gum coming our way uh, yeah. the best thing that we see is people saying hey look at this striker that's a cool thing that's how it should be yeah yeah right. that's yeah, nothing more but, than but that but from a company perspective if, if, if you're a businessman you're like okay that has cost a lot of money but yeah. people are thinking it's cool excellent how many money do i get? nothing <laughs> <Yeah>. still still <laughs> nothing yeah, exactly yeah it's and and yet we we believe that it's useful. It's useful in our own project. We know people are using it. A lot of people outside our organization are using it around the world. People are creating videos on YouTube about it yeah. and saying, hey, look at what I found. How cool is this? You can actually check if your test is useful or not. Your, your unit test, excellent. But yeah, it's because we believe it's useful. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's a belief. And it's not <laughs> It's not a... a if, if you're purely focusing on money, you would have never have done that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But uh, let's say from a developer perspective, it makes you happy, right? Yeah. People are using the stuff that you've built. It was useful for you. It's useful for others. Yeah. yeah. I think that is very valuable. Yeah. I, I, I know the guys who are working on it and they're yeah. happy just for the fact that people around the world are using it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's so cool to see a bug report coming from, I don't know, Australia or, yeah. or whatnot. And yeah. yeah. The world all of a sudden becomes a lot smaller. Yeah, your your happy developers will probably be more effective. We'll write better code, yeah. or we'll just be happy working yeah. from you because this is the organization where you can do that stuff. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. yeah, and and let's be honest, if you build such complex things, yeah, that also sharpens your engineering skills. Exactly. So next time you go to a consulting job, you've become a better engineer, basically. Yeah, and you can help them in a better way as well. So, sure, in that way, it does help us. But yeah. then again. That's indirect value, not that there's no direct value. Exactly. Have you ever, because I, I read this on Reddit lately, where people are saying, I've built this open source thing, and then all of a sudden I get a lot of people that are uh, looking to have an investment opportunity, right? Take that off because it was like an open source search engine and productize it all of a sudden, which is completely the opposite of oh, why it was open yeah. source in the first place. Because they see value in that. They see dollar signs probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if people actually have done that and how that pans out. But oh. it, to me, it's completely the opposite of what you want as an open source project in the first place. Have you ever heard stories like that? Yeah, I think I think that goes with uh, the, the case of the open source licenses mm -hmm. and uh, the, 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 the ideals behind open source. Because yeah. uh, most people do open source just for, for, for pleasure. They just want to have like, I want to solve a problem I have and I show the world how it's done and they don't really do open source because I see I see a, a, a revenue opportunity here. Yeah. And one of the, 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 the ideals behind open source is that, well, everyone is allowed to uh, modify it, reuse it, uh, distribute it. Yeah. Inspect. So, so if someone, this uh, because you gave this permission to people to... to reuse your software and they are reusing it but they are making profit out of it yes it's not nice for you yeah i totally agree i'm i'm totally behind it but it in a way we 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 de designed these licenses that allow it yeah yeah, yeah. because it 
many licenses actually say you are allowed to resell it. Yeah. Exactly. That's valid. On the other hand, why would I be paying you if I can get it for, from GitHub for free? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the interesting, that that's the sweet spot. Can you add value Yeah. that makes it worth to pay for it? Other than just grabbing the latest copy from GitHub or or whatnot and and installing it yourself, if yeah. you can find that that thing that that makes that 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 would allow, that would justify paying for it, yeah. that, then it becomes better. But that but I think that's very hard. That's really hard. It is. Find. Yeah. 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 And sometimes it's it's support. I mean, there's companies that that try to say, okay, uh, you can buy a support contract. And if, if you run into a problem or if, if you want help in implementing this library or implementing this product, then, then you can call us. Yeah. Maybe that's the way. I don't know, honestly. Yeah. That, 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 that's one idea. Yeah, that's one yeah. idea. Just uh, sell support and, 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 and um, maintenance. Uh, yeah. Or, or sometimes it's hosting. I, I think there's a, yeah. a few popular open source packages that say, well, you can run it on your own. Yeah. You just grab the target uh, file and uh, good, good luck. luck. <laughs> Here's the instructions, or we can run it for you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's interesting because, and that actually touches upon the very interesting versions of the word free. Mm. Free software is it free as in beer? I mean, you can you can get it without paying. Yeah. Or is it free as in speech? That's what you refer to, right? Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. inspect, you can modify, yeah. you can you can do anything with the code. Yeah does not imply that you got it for free, but yeah. that's usually yeah. what happens. Yeah, exactly. And, and, but the thing is, if you get it for free and you want to run it, then you're investing time yeah. yourself. You have engineers setting up infrastructure or you have your cloud bill or whatnot. It's Maybe. always a trade-off. Yeah. yeah. Is it worth to pay someone to run everything for me or just doing it all by myself? Yeah. It's, it's a trade-off. Because if you look at open source, it's 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 like um, a buffet. Mm. You just enter the buffet room, yeah. and there's like a pieces food. of everywhere, and you just pick a plate. <laughs> and, oh, I'll use. Uh, I need to have uh, a new CRS CRM system, so I'll just pick this from here, operating system from here, and uh, a CRM package from there. But, yeah. but I want some fancy UI, so I'll use this uh, package from there. A bit of sauce, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 you have everything, but. Are you uh, willing to pay for 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 now uh, making it a nice dish yourself, exactly. or, or or you would like to some servant to come on and do it uh, do it for you? Yeah, yeah. so I'll make a plate for you. Yeah, yeah. Man, even with the buffet example, if we're talking about open source, there would be yeah. a lot of different food out there. Yeah, and a lot of food would be similar yet slightly different. Yeah. yeah, and it's not even a fork, right? It's actually people doing the same thing, putting the same stuff open source either in a different language or solving specific oh, other yeah. use cases. Yeah, there's probably like five Caesar salads <laughs> on the buffet, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But why why do people want their use case, right? Instead of taking it off the shelf, already using that existing open source. Because the not invented here syndrome, I've yeah. seen it in organizations. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's even more there in open source as well. I'm afraid so. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do you think that is? Because we, it, you said yeah. right, it's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere, yeah. But still, sure. still, yeah. I sometimes I wonder, isn't there already a solution for this? Sometimes yeah. there is. Sometimes we're actually yeah. doing something different. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I do know one particular example, um, uh, which is well. Again, I will not put my hand in the fire for <laughs> it. Uh, but back when Maven was created, they were looking for something to do dependency injection, mm. and and the Spring framework was was also recently young. Yeah. And it did. Pr- give you dependency injection, but its startup time was so long that they deemed it's not suitable for a command line application like Maven is. Um, so we'll need something different. Yeah, And then it's like, okay, we have a, a discriminating feature here, which makes the existing solution not suitable. Yeah, and Then I can understand why you go looking for alternatives or maybe eventually create your own. But sometimes it's... Not so clear. <laughs> Sometimes and you just think I know be- better, so I will yeah. <laughs> write it myself, and then you come to the conclusion: No, actually, the original was good enough. Yeah, <laughs> boy, did I know! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's there's two things there because I, I love that we have the option, right? Yeah. Be like, yeah. I'll fork this, I'll make it better, and I'll implement my own use case. Or I'll come to the realization that yeah. it's not actually better; that there are reasons why it exists yeah. like it does. 
Um, and I love that we have the freedom to do so, right? Yeah. You don't have that, I think, in any other industry as open and as um, as out there as it is in our community, basically, yeah. the software engineering community. Um, but then again, it has that drawback, right? That all of a sudden you have six different variants or 60 different variants of the same thing yeah. that do it slightly different, yeah. right? And, and when you're then looking at a buffet yeah. to use, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you're like, man, which one, which yeah. one do I yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, and that yeah. makes it then harder. Sometimes it can, by the way, just be like, um, it, it, it shouldn't be so hard. How hard can it be? Exactly. And, and, and you start trying. <laughs> and then the only thing that the project gives you is that it tells you it's pretty hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's way more complex than I would ever have realized if I wouldn't have gone on the endeavor of trying to create it myself. Yeah. Trying to make it can actually teach you the value of what is already out yeah, there. Exactly. Like, whoa, this is so complicated. I'm glad somebody else yeah. solved the problem already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, th I think it's like like uh, the the comment that you read a lot of, on the internet, like like when you start programming, everyone should create their own framework because mm. everyone right. assumes because where, when you start programming and you start using a, a specific uh, library a framework and you think oh this is too complicated why did they make it like this and then the, the, you you'll see posts on the internet saying what. Well, Everyone should write your own framework and then throw it away because you, you write your own, yeah. and then you see actually uh, there's lots of work behind this thing. And now I need I'm the only maintainer of all these things. So if even if it breaks, I'm the only one to blame. Yeah, I should have gone with <laughs> the existing <laughs> with one. existing, existing one. one already. Yeah. yeah, I love that because then it's not about the end result, right? Because the end yeah. result you're it's, it's a learning it's, it's a learning it's experience. A yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's a journey that 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 teaches you at the end of the journey okay somebody else <laughs> did, did a great job and i should probably be thankful to them and yeah. maybe even sponsor their work uh, yeah uh, hint hint yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, as kind of a final question because we we've been chatting for a bit if organizations want to do more with open source right either sponsoring that's one option or just doing it with the engineers they have how can they initiate that within their own company what would you advise Every company is different, obviously. Every environment is different. Sometimes, and hopefully that's the best time, is when the engineers uh, initiate it from bottom up. Yeah. I think that's best, right? Uh, that, that, yeah. That's what happened in uh, InfoSport. Well, yeah. well, we said, hey, it would be cool to do so. And we also had a management sponsor who said, yeah, I believe in this. Let's, yeah. let's go for this. Uh, and what we basically did is we set a budget. Like we can spend so many hours per week or per month or whatever we are willing to spend so many hours yeah. on contributing to open source and and then we just let people pitch awesome hey i want to i want to contribute to apache maven and here's why um it's a, an important tool in the java ecosystem uh, there's millions of people using it and it 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 really helps us in our projects everywhere we use java we use maven as well yeah. so we want to make it better uh, can i get one day a week to contribute yeah and then other people vote ab uh, about it and say, well, that, that, that's an amazing story or that's just rubbish. Uh, it never happened that anybody said it's rubbish, no, but <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then, okay, there's your, there's your one day a week. Okay. That's how it's created. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm not necessarily a fan of the pitching because then <laughs> it can be very confronting. Can be, yeah. But, sure. uh, just making it an option for engineers. Like they can take it or they, can't, they don't have to. They don't right? have to. Some yeah. engineers will which yeah. will make them happy, right? Yeah. That is the essence of what an organization should want with this. Yeah. And not everyone's going to do that because yeah. I don't think and everyone it, wants to. And that's perfectly fine. You don't yeah. have to, but if you want to, there's an option to do so. Yeah, which is the best. That's the win-win that we're looking yeah. for yeah. here. Yeah, cool. I uh, I think we chatted a while uh, about open source. Is there anything that's missing that you still wanted to add? Or did we kind of cover gradually the pros and cons? Um, different flavors as well mm. yeah, we, well we could we could talk a lot i think <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean even the, like like the recent fluff in the java ecosystem about yeah. around uh, vulnerabilities in old software packages and and people yelling at at communities for not fixing it and not fixing it properly and whatnot but yeah yeah 
I think we got the, the yeah, and then we're going to get in the social uh, social interaction problem. Yeah. Well, uh, not 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 only because there, and was, the a there was a second second uh, thing happening there, and that yeah. was actually something I found really interesting. Um, some companies were reaching out to those open source communities, yeah, and saying, um, "Hey, can you please tell me?" Or Nate. They didn't even say, please, can you tell me within 48 hours <laughs> yeah. if your uh, software uh, library is vulnerable vulnerable to Log4J, uh, Log4Shell? Yeah. And treating an open source company as if they were a vendor and if they had a contract that would allow them to demand an answer within 48 hours. Yeah. I've seen a couple of these questions That's on Maven uh, user mailing lists. Yeah. People basically demanding an answer within 48 hours. Uh, the only thing lacking was like, can you please fill in this Excel sheet? <laughs> that was the only thing that was not. But, but on the other, it was it was just a corporate view on a community thing, yeah. and that doesn't work. No, that all of a sudden you have a certain amount of entitlement, and then the yeah, audacity that people. But there is no get. entitlement. There's nothing. You, have nothing. <laughs> you use it for free. That's it. Exactly, and and please look at the license. It says yeah. out in the open, you have no right for support whatsoever. It's it's delivered to you on the SS promise this is what it is you can inspect it you can run it you can modify it but don't expect us to respond within any time 48 hours. What, uh, <laughs> let alone 48 <laughs> hours in, in, in the second half of december i mean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come on yeah and that yeah. was a that was a big thing that was yeah. really a big thing yeah. and but but the the sheer courage of companies reaching out like uh, to people they don't pay yeah and demanding such things, I, I was baffled. Yeah, uh, I, it, it, it is systemic because last year was the, the, the log for shell yeah. problem. And I, I remember 2016, 17, the uh, bleed, art bleed, mm -hmm. the, 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 yeah. the, the, the SSL, open SSH problem that you could leak the, the certificates. Yeah, I think I recall that one. That was yeah. also the same, like only two or three core contributors working on that, that, that project that runs like the whole internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like a huge bug and the, everyone was like demanding and it was like, we're, we're just like yeah. three guys on our spare time doing this. Yeah, so, bear with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have families too. Yeah. 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 I don't think organizations, they go back to kind of a, a B2B kind of setting, right? Yeah. But it is a community thing, right? It is something yeah. that is free that you're using. And the so other end of the uh, line isn't a B. Exactly. That, yeah. That's yeah. the whole problem there. So then the entitlement is just yeah. is, is way off. Yeah. Guys, I want to thank you for coming on. I uh, I had a blast actually with this chat. Let's, uh, let's do this again sometime. Yeah, sure. Sounds great. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, let us know what you thought about the episode in the description in the comment section below. Uh, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you like the episode and want to support the show, don't forget to leave a rating. Better yet, share the episode with a friend. Let us know in the comment section below what you want to hear, and we'll make it happen. Cheers! <laughs>